There is nothing wrong with your internet. Do not attempt to adjust your settings. We are controlling the podcast. We control the squealing and the screams. We can make your heart flutter, your eyes blur from tears, or sharpen your mind to crystal clarity. For the next hour, sit back. We are in control of what you hear. We repeat, there is nothing wrong with your settings. You are about to experience the awe and mystery known as the female mind. You are now entering the Fangirl Zone. Welcome to Sci-Fi Talk on the Fangirl Zone, a podcast where we discuss shows on the Sci-Fi Channel. I'm Steve. And I'm Sean Fangirl S. And today we'll be discussing episode 12 of season 2 of Van Helsing. So, Steve, I got a couple people at work into Van Helsing now. Awesome. I was like, I can't believe you guys don't watch this, blah, blah, blah. And the one came back, he's like, okay, I watched both seasons because he had bought it on Amazon. Right. And they'll have the episode up like the next day. So he's like, I watched all the first season and everything for second season so far. So don't tell me I don't know what happened next to get the next episode. And I'm like, you watched all of it in a weekend? It's like, that's pretty impressive, but... Yes, it is. So now he's like, so you guys talk about it, right? I'm like, yes, you should listen to our podcast. Yeah, you really should. And then we started talking about it at work. I'm like, yes, I have more people I can talk about this show with. It's like you start sucking people in a little at a time, kind of like we do with Doctor Who, but... That's right. <laughs> uh, this was pretty good, and you have ratings news for us. Yes, I do. Episode 12 brought in a 0.16 in adults 18 to 49 with 0.55 million viewers, making it the 43rd rated cable show of the day. Well, that's pretty good. Yeah, it really is. And then episode nine, we have the live plus seven days. It tied for first in adults percentage gain, going from a point one to a point three million viewers for an increase of 200%. That's amazing. Yes. That's so right. Keep talking about it, everyone. Increased immensely since the renewal announcement. People, I guess some were afraid that it might not make the Make a third season, and as soon as it did, they all jumped in to get caught back up, I guess. Well, I think, unfortunately, we've seen this with other shows. Like, you get really invested, and you're, like, all excited, and suddenly it ends on, like, a cliffhanger, and then it never comes back. Right. So that may be what it was, that people are like, they're not going to renew it. I'm not going to get invested in this. And when they announce it, now everyone's like, yes, now I can watch this and figure out where they're going. Right. Because it was kind of leading up. We were getting worried. I know we talked about yes. it. So. Yes, we were. And it was leading to where there was no way they were going to be able to tie it up. So I'm no. very glad. We have another season and we have more people on board. So. Right. Let's jump in. What do you got for us for this episode? All right. Crooked Falls. While the rest of the group fight for survival. Axel and Scarlet defend a mountain stronghold against a relentless foe. Doc makes a medical discovery that could change everything. Yeah. So, the ending, I'm just going to say without saying it right now, even though everybody who's listening, I'm assume, has watched it, because otherwise that would be weird, but whatever. The ending, like, I wasn't super surprised about. 
which we'll we'll get there when we get there. But I'm just saying, I was not super surprised. Okay. And bonus, the scar guy was not a red herring. That's right. All right. So go ahead and take us in. All right. Get out of my head. After meeting her and Vanessa's nut mother a couple of weeks ago, another adoptive parent appears. This time it's Scarlet's memories as she recalls the night her adoptive mother died, when apparently she was trying to tell Scarlet the truth, but was unsuccessful. Now, do you think she was going to tell her everything, or just that she wasn't her mom? Probably everything that she knew. Okay. But I I don't know for sure if she knew enough about her real mother to really give her any good information about what she is. I really don't. And at first I thought this was just like, okay, we're getting this flashback and she's like remembering everything. And I thought we were going to get some good information. And then suddenly. Yeah, it's not uh, Scarlet's subconscious. It's the elder getting into her brain and trying to screw with her. This guy is working my nerves already. Oh, absolutely. Don't mess with my flashbacks. Here I am thinking, all right, we're going to get some good information that we haven't had. All right, this is great. We're going to find out why Scarlet's like this. What is this? Yeah. That's pretty much how that happened. Because, yeah, we remember her father's voice, and that was not her father's voice. So, uh, yeah, it was yeah, like, no. no. <laughs> and, of course, he definitely messes with her head by also telling Scarlet that Vanessa's light is no more. Yeah, I still don't believe it. No. I don't either, because that sure sounds like she's dead, and we wouldn't... Well, I guess we could go on with Scarlet, but no, I don't think we're going to uh, lose one sister over the other. Right, that seems odd. Not unheard of, except I guess Scarlet doesn't think of herself as a Van Helsing, so I guess it would be kind of weird. She thinks herself as a Harker. Right. So that title would be kind of awkward. Are we changing it for season three? I don't know. Yeah. Well, at least Scarlet and Axel have made it to the Crooked Falls weather station, but so far, they're the only ones, and everyone else hasn't been so lucky. Now, of course, everyone at the station is very wary of the newcomers, as are Axel and Scarlet, which makes a whole lot of sense after what happened with the sheriff. Yeah, I get that, too. But then, why are you trying to send out these maps To hope people come to you. Right. And then give them attitudes, yeah. Yeah, it didn't make any sense at all why they would be doing that to get more people up there when apparently they don't have supplies to handle it. Right, that seemed like a bad move. Right. And then we get cut shot to a woman who is taking out ferals left and right, and you go, all right, hmm. Right. Is this person just been out there a while and she's able to do this or is there more? Right. You definitely saw some of the, um, shall we say, Van Helsing kick A in this woman. Mm hmm. So kind of had to put that in the back of your mind and see where things went. Especially when later on she kind of gives Doc a dressing down. Right. It's like, oh, because. Doc's trying to get there, too. Right, and the lady finds Doc in a car. She's shut herself into a car because of the ferals. And there's only one feral, though, around her. Right. 
That's a lot of mud that was all over that car, by the way. Yeah, it really was. <laughs> but yeah, she kills the feral, and she's like, you never get yourself locked in a car. What's wrong with you? How have you survived? I'm like, all right, first of all, at least she survived. Second, nice way to greet people, okay? Right. I'm like, dang, okay, whatever. That's how I feel, like, most people be like, whatever, I'm alive. But I digress. This woman just seems very... Antisocial isn't exactly the word I'm looking for, but you know what I mean? She just doesn't seem to have a lot of people skills. Right. Well, and she doesn't really come across as she puts up with a whole lot of nonsense. Right. It's got... She's a very exact lady that wants things exactly the way they are supposed to be. Well, I can't say that I'm against that. No. (laughs) But it does make me feel very much like when I was a child and my grandma would tell me the whole, there's a place for everything and everything in its place. It's kind of like the same thing. Right. Like, this needs to be orderly and it has to be like this. It's like, oh, there still has to be a little disorder. Yes. Which we get that because Axel was not so happy with Doc. No. When they make it up to the station... Doc, of course, tells them the story that her and Julius ran into Dimitri and they were attacked and she did everything she could to save Julius. He didn't believe her. No, he did not believe a single word she was saying, basically. And so I thought we were past this. I really did. Right. And I felt so bad because even when, well, I guess... Doc thought they were past it, too, because she's like, whatever, he's a jerk. And he, she's like throwing the Kit Kats on the bed that right. she got for Axel. And all Scarlet's worried about is, where's the key? Where's the key? Where's the key? Right. Well, why'd you give it to me? You're the one with super ninja skills. That's right. Not like I'm blaming Scarlet, um, but seriously. that was. Yeah, I'm not a fighter. I might have been while I was a vampire, but that didn't last that long. Right. So... At the station, nobody's really very happy at all to be reunited. So we cut back down to the mountain again and see Flesh, Lucky, and Jolene have reached the, uh, shall we say, the two paths in which one do, do you choose? Yeah, that was, maybe that should have been on there. Go to the left or something, right. not just and, like, come up the mountain. <clears throat> And Lucky actually finds that there was a sign that it had been knocked down, but it was just pointing straight ahead and didn't, you couldn't tell which path it was supposed to be uh, taken. Was it pointing to the left path or was it supposed to be facing flat out to them and pointing to the right path? And then they hear some noise in the bushes. Okay. We got to talk about this. Oh, because you believe it. out pops Callie. How is she still alive? How is this kid surviving all of this crap? Please tell me. Somebody or, well, somebody had to have trained her quite a bit as far as I'm concerned. Because there was a lot of weird stuff with her this episode. Yes, there was. So it's like, was she trained by somebody kind of like Scarlet was? And she's just like hiding a lot of it? She was told to maybe hide her abilities? That's very possible. It's like, how do you know all of this? That doesn't make sense. Right. It absolutely doesn't make sense. So our little Callie might be a little spy. Oh, God, that would be horrible. 
but she happens to have the map, which is what they needed to make the right choice as to which path to take. And as they make their way up to the station, they are pursued by a pack of ferals. But it's daylight. Yeah, it hasn't gotten dark, that's for sure. See, this is where things are confusing me. Yeah. Yeah, which, yes, that's our first clue is to something just ain't right here. Right. And so when one of the station's guys goes out. Okay, I got real mad. I'll tell you that right now. Because his dog runs off first. A black German shepherd. Yes, beautiful dog. Yes, and I'm like, nothing better happen to that dog. I don't care if every one of them die. That dog better be okay. Yeah. Oh, man, I was so mad because then you hear, like, the dog kind of yip. Yeah, and that's never a good sign. No. Although we had something really weird happen that we have not happened, and the cast hasn't had happened to them yet because Scarlet goes out to try to help, and they figure out that they're, like, planning. The ferals are planning this attack. Right. Yeah, this isn't just a random attack. They have a definite plan to how they're going to pull this off. And you go, this is not good. No, definitely not something we've seen before. No, not at all. So, of course, Dennis also gets bitten, and... He wasn't exactly Mr. Happy, anyway. No, he really wasn't. Especially when he's like, y'all need to get out in the morning. Right. Wow. And the lady and another one of the guys, probably Dennis's best friend, could not pull the trigger to shoot him. Fortunately, Scarlet is behind them and pulls the trigger without hesitation. Yeah, she was kind of a smart aleck about it when she's like, who wasn't a friend of mine? Yeah. Plus, he was just a Joe Jackass to us, so I'm not crying. Right. She, of course, did not say that part. <laughs> That's all me. Sorry, guys. That's all right. But... Oh, man. Like, I can see that being a really hard thing to have to do. You've been with oh, somebody. Absolutely. And that's something that, yes, randomly my friends and I talk about. It's like, would you be able to do that if, you know, your loved one got turned in his, you know, like the ZA? Would you be able to kill them? It's like, well, there's something you don't want to think about. Right. And it's kind of the same thing. It's like they may not have been together, but they were friends and they had survived for how long in this place? And it's like, Wow. Not something you want to think about. But I don't see, like, the leader being somebody that would have hesitated. But she wasn't there at the moment. At least she wasn't out in front. Right. Now, of course, that gives us another bit of uh, reunion and information sharing. And Callie tells Doc what happened at Triage just before she left, which, of course, leads to an awkward encounter with Jolene. Yeah. So... This kid has survived the initial rising, being sent out into nothingness. Meets up with one group, gets to the hospital. Ends up getting kicked out, survives all those people dying. Right. Meets Axel. Uh, People at the triage. Yeah, meets Axel. and And then she goes to triage, gets taken hostage with those people, disappears when Lucky and... Uh, Flesh saved those people and then just happened to meet up with them later. And now she's there. No problems whatsoever. I'm not buying it. No, I'm not buying it either. So, of course, then Jolene gets to meet Axel. Oh, yeah, because she's like, oh, was it worth it? Right. 
And then it's like, oh, here he is. You tell me. Yeah. And Jolene's attitude changed immensely. Went three oh. <laughs> 180 degrees. She was like spitting around. I don't think she knew what to do. No. Knowing that Doc, Flesh, and Axel have all been changed. It's right. like, wow, you guys really are back to normal. I don't know what to do. But she calls Doc a hero, and you see the um, spark that we saw back when they were at triage. Yeah. Yeah, they got a little cozy. Yeah. Or at least was thinking about it very deeply. Yeah. Then we get everybody together, and, of course, the lady is going, something's just not right with these ferals. They seem to be evolving and getting smarter. And we had seen earlier they had set an actual, like, booby trap. Yeah. yeah. Which is definitely not normal. Yeah. She saved Doc. There was a booby trap behind that car. Definitely something a little off right now. Right. And... I mean, they're talking about it, and I love how she's like, well, maybe I need to, the boss lady that is, maybe I need to look at the blood and see what's changing. And Doc's kind of like, I didn't expect you were, what did she call it, like a scientist? Right. She called her something else, but it just kind of the look she gave Doc, like, oh, okay, you're going to judge me. I'm assuming you're a doctor. Right. But that whole thing, when they were looking under the microscope, and they see, like, the blood from Dennis, which, excuse me, if he got bit, why the hell did you bring him inside? Exactly. Whatever. But if the blood was all weird, and you seen it, like, doing things that no other vampire blood has done, I think that would have raised warning flags with me. Like, the alarms would have been going yes. off right away. Get him the hell out of there. Right. Why would they not have done it? Yes, they got too involved in trying to figure out exactly what it was, and it didn't register with them that, oh, yeah, we've got Dennis here in the compound, inside. Okay, I can see, like, you're so involved, like, you're not thinking about, right. oh, he's inside. Uh, right. And, of course, speaking of awkward. Oh, yeah. Flesh and Lucky get to have a conversation. Oh, this was the, oh, man. All right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> This is going to be an awkward conversation if you haven't been with somebody for a significant amount of time anyway. Yes. Because, I mean, I understand. Because Flesh is just like, oh, you're so maternal. I didn't take you for that. And it's kind of like an offhanded comment, which I'm not going to say it's like a backhanded compliment because that's not. And I can understand his point. Like, she's so military-esque and... You don't think about being, like, sweet, kind, motherly in this situation. You don't. But then all of a sudden, she's like, uh, yeah, I might be pregnant. Woo, what? Like, hit those brakes. (laughs) And he's just like, but we've only been together, like, a few few times. Um, You had a kid previously. You know it doesn't take a lot. It could be one time, dude. But I can see him freaking out because just the situation. It's like, is this the type of thing that you would want to happen when you're on the run? No. In the vampire apocalypse? No. Right. You don't want to have children. That's, you're worried about saving your own damn life. Right. You don't need to bring another child into the world like this. You have to worry about it as well. Right. And man, Lucky was, 
Lucky was pissed. She's like, I'm going to talk to Doc. Don't worry about it. It's like, oh, and it just, yeah. it went from bad to worse just because there's no way you're coming out of this flesh. Sorry. No. <laughs> as soon as he mentioned maternal, you knew it was all over. Yeah, it just went bad real fast for him. Yeah, and he he just kept digging his <laughs> people. It's like, dude, you're never getting the mud off you at this point. Just stop. Yeah. <laughs> now, he kind of did try to come back. Right. This is a little later in the episode when they're talking. It, not exactly the most convenient of times then either because there's an attack right. happening. And he's like, we need to talk about it. Don't do anything without me. Because right, until we, talk. It, we need to be on the same page. Right. It's like, okay, I... He's trying to come back, but that foot is so far in his mouth at this point. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't think there's a whole lot coming back from that. But it was just like, all right, I can see him. Like, the initial shock is passed. Right. And you're kind of dealing with everything else. But, I don't know, do you think that it was just honestly the initial shock that had him so messed up? Or was it because he still remembers what he did as a vampire? I really believe it was just the initial shock. I mean, yes, he's going to be haunted for what he did to his own family. There's no doubt about that. Mm -hmm. But the possibility of starting another family was just something that had never crossed his mind. So, yes, her telling him that she thought she was pregnant, just you just might as well stuck his finger in a no. electric socket. <laughs> That's what it did. It was just that big of a shock to him. And speaking of shocks. Yeah. All of a sudden, the power goes out. Yeah. And the people inside, I love it. They're like, there's no way because the cables are buried. Right. It's like, oh, my gosh. So these ferals are way more organized than they've ever been. Right. And... Like I said, we got to see the scar guy because he popped back up. He seems to be leading these ferals. And it's weird because it's like, okay, we seen him. We knew they were testing on, on them somehow. And they just confirmed, you know, our boss lady up at the, on top of the hill that they're evolving very quickly. Like it was an experiment. Right. So does that mean that he, in turn bit all those ferals because how are they organizing imagine, right yes i would imagine that he bit those people and turned them into to vampires like he is okay that just seemed weird it's like why would they be feral all of a sudden although what we've seen even when we've seen muhammad a couple episodes back turn he seemed almost feral like right it's like maybe it's so far out from the initial group that they're just becoming less and less like personality-based vampires and more feral-like? I'm not sure if it's that or if it's just because of the experiments that they were doing. Okay. That we have Van Helsing blood that passes from generation to generation without really any degradation. Mm -hmm. Whereas I believe what Harrison was doing he wasn't able to come up with that, shall we say, ingredient that would keep it from degrading. Okay. So when Scar bit the first person, they weren't quite as, shall we say, intelligent as he was. 
Okay, so it's almost like making copies of copies of copies and how it breaks exactly. down. Okay. Exactly. Okay, I can see that. Yep. So, of course, they've got to get to the generator. And so, Boss Lady and one of her people will go to the generator. And Scarlet and Axel will try to cause a distraction. I'm like, you guys might as well put on red shirts. I'm waiting for somebody to not make it back. Yeah. And it sure better not be <laughs> Scarlet and Axel. Right, right. That would be frightening. Yeah. But they they do an all right job, but not as good as they were hoping. Right. I don't know. I mean, I guess they figured that this was going to happen, the ferals that is. Right. And so they're just like, all right, we're just going to go, you know, hang over here. But they get some information, kind of. I guess you can say it that way. Right. Because... Lucky and Flesh are out there, and the guy decides to talk to him. Why are you going to give us, like, your villainous speech? You know, it's usually the time where you can kill the bad guy. But it didn't work out that way. Right. The next day, they come up and... Oh, I jumped ahead. I jumped ahead a lot. Sorry. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay. it's all in my head at the same time. Yeah, you're right, because this didn't happen until after they got the power back. Right. But right. the guy... Like, talk to them, too. He talked to the boss lady. Right. I wanted her to say something like she knew him. Right. But she didn't. No. And it made sense that she didn't. We have our, our weird discovery in the lab, like, even more so than what's already happening. Right. And thanks to Doc, she's the one who discovers it. Right. Not only are they evolving, but they've been genetically engineered. And uh, And, what are we going to do? Yeah. So Boss Lady gets in there and does a little poking around and goes, oh, crap. And has Doc look into the microscope. She punctures the cell, and Doc sees that it regenerates. Great. They're going to be harder to kill. And, again, nobody's like, hey, we got a dead vampire in the other room. But you know who noticed it? The dog. Yeah. So the dog's not dead, folks. Yay! Yes. And speaking of Dennis, he's not either. (laughs) And he walks right out into the sunlight without any ill effects. And as this is happening, and my jaw's falling to the ground, going, wait a minute. If the sunlight isn't affecting them at all, is that somehow going to be all of them or just the ones from Scar Guy? I'm hoping just the ones from Scar Guy... Right. I believe it's just the ones from Scar. <laughs> We're just going to call him Scar. Right. I just see him as like a lion all of a sudden. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> um, it was so weird because it's like if you don't have that protection, which is pretty much the only thing they're like, okay, we're up high enough, there's sunlight, we at least have this breathing time, we can do what we need to do. Right. But now you don't. And they're organized. No. And they're setting booby traps, and holy crap, now what? Yeah. And then this is where I was talking about earlier, which, sorry, guys, I jumped ahead. I got excited. Flesh and Lucky go after the guy. Well, go after the woman who's going after Dennis, right? Right. And, again, it doesn't make sense. And I think they had the same expression as I did. Like, wait a second. He was dead. Now he's... Now he's not. (laughs) He's walking around. There's sun. And, and, oh, by the way... Yes, suddenly, there's a whole bunch of them. screaming about why he can't 
change Julius. Yes, because, oh, he's not dead. Yes. I, I was worried. I thought he, I thought he was a goner. I did too. I did too, but Beatry didn't, apparently didn't care to finish him off. Well, they weren't going to bleed him because no. he doesn't taste no. right. Maybe he just assumed he was dead because he threw him so hard. Yeah, that, that's true. Julius is absolutely useless to them. They can't feed off of him or anything. Right. So. But did you notice, which you probably did, Scar is like, he won't turn. He's got a ton of bites on him. But they didn't say anything about the way he tasted. No. Which made me wonder what that was about. Like, the rest of them say, very specifically, anybody who's been changed by Vanessa tastes horrible. Right. But they're not saying anything about the taste, which I'm like, oh gosh, what is that? Right. I think that's just part of the genetic engineering that they aren't able to taste like the Dimitris and other vampires. Oh, you think that's what it is? Yeah. Because I feel like it was something else, like it wouldn't affect them. So even if like Scarlet and Vanessa were to try to change it back, it wouldn't affect them. Right. And that may be. All because a stupid doctor. Yeah. Trying to extend his damn damn life. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. This is horrible, though. Yes, because they managed to encircle Lucky and Flash. And so they go just biting on Lucky. To see if she'll turn. Right. And interestingly enough, she does not. Well, we don't know how long it's supposed to take necessarily. That's true. It took. Mohammed at least a few minutes. Right. And Flesh is screaming for her, and she's yelling, I don't want to be one of them. And then we see her pull out a grenade. It's like, holy shit. Yeah. We go to extremes. And Flesh kept saying, we can find Vanessa, we can find Vanessa, because he doesn't know about Scarlet yet. Right. But, yeah, she wasn't going to let it happen. And it was all because she was thinking she was pregnant. Yeah. And she didn't want the baby to turn, because that would have been really weird. And then who knows what the heck could have happened. Right. Especially if Dimitri got a hold of that information. Yeah. And boom goes everybody. Now, Flesh was part of that, right? Because he went up too? Yes. Okay. Yes, he was, because he grabs her and tells her that he loves her, and then the explosion occurs. Fortunately, Julius was not in they just left him on the ground as they surrounded Lucky and Flesh. So he survives. Now, because I'm blanking, did Scar Guy get close enough or was he far enough away where he may have not been blown up? Yeah, I think he might have been able to get away. Okay. The rest of them, no. But Scar may still be out. Interesting. So we'll see if he pops back up this season. Or next. Right. And then we cut to their radio control room. Oh, yeah. We were told that the transponder was broken. But somehow... Little Miss Callie is on it telling people where they're located. Because she just happens to know how to fix that. Yeah. Which, okay, those other people worked there and they couldn't fix it. But you know how, again... What is happening? I have alarm bells. Yes. And as soon as she was talking to somebody, it was like, okay. Who are you talking to? 
There was no doubt in my mind it was Harrison. Really? Yes. And that she was a plant by Harrison. Oh, see, I didn't think about that. I was thinking she was leading, like, a vampire sect there. Right. No, I believe she has been was planted there from the beginning by Harrison to find Vanessa. Oh, my God. What if she's like him? Yeah. I didn't even think about that. So she's going to forever be like this young kid. Right. It could be. Oh, my God. Very well could be. That's crazy. I did yeah, not I think of that at all. Well, they just jumped out of the fire and into the frying pan. Now, of course, Julius, once they get him up there, first thing he does is set everybody straight on how Doc tried to save him, uh, which yeah. was awesome. Yeah, because Axel's still sitting there looking like a whatever. Right. But once Julius says something about it, he immediately changes his uh, perspective on it. She still should have thro- thrown one of the Kit Kats, like, at his face. Yeah. Been better. Here, you jerk. But he also has potty mouth as he tells them everything about the key, the elder, and you go, yeah, you're talking to Scarlet and Doc and Axel, but there's also this other group here that you're just telling them the whole thing. Yeah, thank you. I'm like, uh, we don't even know these people. Right. But that's enough to get Boss Lady's attention. And has Scarlet come with her to to speak about a mission? Yes. Yeah. Go out into the woods, and Boss Lady tells Scarlet she's her mother. Now, and Vanessa. Yeah. No, I, I honestly, just the way it kind of set up in the beginning, I'm like, oh, are they really going to do this? Right, after getting the fake one just a couple episodes. Ago. Right. So all I can, or are we going to get another fake one? All I can hope is Scarlet is much more... Leery? Yeah, leery. of like, weary, leery of this woman that maybe yes. she'll ask a bunch of questions first. Let's hope so. Oh, my gosh. So this was great, though. I did like this episode. So. Oh, yeah. Really good episode. We definitely want to know what you guys think. Shoot us an email at sci-fi talk at fangirlzone.com. Check out our website. We have a bunch of stuff up there. We have our links on our contact page. So you can find us on Twitter and Facebook and Tumblr and Instagram. I think that's everything. There might be something else. My gosh, I need to look at the page when we do this. All this time, I still haven't got it all together. All right. And tweet along. Obviously, we have the finale coming up. Make sure you tweet along with that. Steve will be on. I can't be. And uh, even though we're going to have another season, make sure you always tag the show. It's very important because that helps everything keep going. And that will show them how excited everybody is that we're going to have another season. Because we need closure just in case. I always get so worried about that with these shows. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So for this episode of Sci-Fi Talk, I am Sean Fangirlass. And I'm Steve, because, Scarlet, I told you and your sister all those years ago. And until next time.